If you like this show and want to make your own, let me tell you about Anchor. Number one, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it turns out, it's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I just wanted to point to the fact that genetic engineering and the altering of species is something that can be found in Genesis, the root of what we have here today. Now let's jump over into designer beings. The tipping point. The first human whose genome was directly and deliberately edited is born. The first human whose genome was directly and deliberately edited is born by the usage of CRISPR and Cas9 methodologies. Since the turn of the century, the cost of sequencing an entire human genome has fallen by almost six orders of magnitude. The Human Genome Project spent $2.7 billion to produce the first entire genome in 2003. By 2009, the cost per genome was down to $100,000, while today it is possible for researchers to pay a lab specializing in such matters only $1,000 to sequence a human genome. A similar trend has occurred more recently in genome editing with the development of CRISPR and Cas9 method, which is being widely adopted, which is being widely adopted due to its higher effectiveness and efficiency and lower cost than previous approaches. The real revolution is hence not the sudden ability for dedicated scientists to edit the genes of plants and animals, but rather the increased ease that new sequencing and editing technologies provide, vastly increasing the number of researchers who are able to conduct experiments vastly increasing the number of researchers who are able to conduct experiments. So we see here that the number of experiments will increase and the number of researchers performing the experiments will increase. Let us discuss some of the positive impacts of the usage of this technology that Klaus Schwab is talking about. Higher agricultural yields thanks to crops and crop treatments that are more robust, effective, and productive. Let us remember those words, robust, effective, and productive. More effective medical therapies via 
personalized medicine. Personalized medicine. Gene-specific, gene-based medicine. What this in turn also means is that your genes will be collected. Faster, more accurate, less invasive medical diagnostics. Faster, more accurate, less invasive medical diagnostics. Why? Because we will be using your genes to do it. Higher levels of understanding of human impact on nature. Reduced incidence of genetic disease and related suffering. So what Klaus Schwab is saying is that we seek to eradicate genetic diseases by using CRISPR tech to edit your genes, to edit you directly. What are some of the negative impacts? Risk of interaction between edited plants, animals, and humans slash environmental health. Risk of interaction between edited plants, edited plants, animals, edited plants, and animals, plus edited human environmental health. Okay. Also, the exacerbated inequality due to high cost of access to therapies, which means that there will be some type of emergence of a genetic caste system that will come into play. The haves and the have-nots, the elite and the poor, the great and the small, the rich and poor, the free and the bond. But in this case, a genetic caste system will emerge something akin to what we find or analogous to what we find in the movie with Matt Damon, Elysium. There will also be social backlash or rejection of gene editing technologies by some, misuse of genetic data by governments or companies, international disagreements about ethical use of genome editing technologies. Let us make a mental note that governments and corporations will and are misusing genetic data. Exacerbation of the issue will continue and will grow to become a bigger issue in the very near future. But will we stop it? No. Even biblical prophecy foretells, even Yeshua said that unless I shorten the time and remove my elect from off of this earth, no flesh shall survive. So apparently Yeshua is making reference to the fact that humans will be in activities that are so detrimental to existence that if he doesn't intervene, by the, by the time it goes on for a long enough period of time, there will be no flesh left. Sounds like an illusion to transhumanism to me. Of course, Yeshua's words have dual meanings and different layers of meanings and applications, but transhumanism is one of them. Yeshua said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the coming of the Son of Man. 
So if you want to understand what type of signs to look for and what the climate will be like when Yeshua is said to intervene for his people, for his elect, then one must forensically analyze the days of Noah. In genetic engineering, transhumanism, and the mixing of species is a very big portion and aspect of what took place in the days of Noah. So back to designer humans. Mr. Klaus Schwab says the unknown, the unknown or cuts both ways. We shall reach for increased longevity ethical dilemmas regarding nature of humanity. There will be cultural shifts. Let's deal with the first bullet point. Increased longevity, the pursuit of eternal life on earth. The pursuit of eternal life on earth. Increased longevity, that's what that is. These men are seeking for eternal life on earth or on Mars, wherever they can go but towards death. And as a matter of fact, let me, let me just continue because in another clip, I already addressed, I already addressed the issue of atheist and men who do not believe in the Bible, do not believe in the validity of the Bible, do not believe in the esoteric sciences of the Bible, do not believe in the philosophies of the Bible, do not believe in the word of God, they do not believe in the inspired word of God, they do not, do not believe in the words of the prophets who were moved by God. Yet they want to achieve the very thing that's in the first three chapters of the Bible. Eternal life. They, were, they are reaching for the, the Etzkayim, the tree of life. They are trying to acquire the elixir of life. They are trying to obtain the philosopher's stone. Eternal life. They are trying to. They are trying to. Delve into the depths. Of. Alchemy. But for what purpose? To achieve eternal life. That very thing that originates. In the Bible. So. Yes, as I said in a different snippet of this recording, I already addressed the esoteric science behind the soul, which is housed inside the temple or the skena, the sheath, the flesh of the body. We already know that scientists do not understand what the consciousness is at all. They do not comprehend what the consciousness is at all. We do know that it is not something that springs forth from the brain. It is not the result of chemical activity and chemical interactions and a firing of neurons. It is not that. Those are signs of the activity of the consciousness using the brain as an apparatus as a musician plays his instrument. The musician himself being the consciousness and the instrument being your brain. 
and the sound produced by the instrument being the movements of your body, the actions of your body. As I said, I already addressed this in a different recording. So if you wish to hear a little bit more concerning this, I suggest you listen to the other recording. So dealing with the last piece, the shift in action, says Mr. Klaus Schwab. In March 2015, leading scientists published a Nature article calling for a moratorium on editing human embryos, highlighting grave concerns regarding the ethical and safety implications of this research. Only one month later, in April 2015, researchers led by Junjiu Huang of Yatsin University in Guangzhou published the world's first scientific paper on altering the DNA, the deoxyribonucleic acid, of human embryos. Even though I've already done in a previous podcast a small expose on human experimentation by the U.S. alone, where we are manipulating genes and gene sequences and genetic material, way before 2015, even before the year 2000, even before the 90s and the 80s, even back in the 50s. Even the Nazis were doing this type of research in Nazi Germany between 1933 and 1945. So, this is not new. And the Chinese are not the first to do it. If you want to look deeper into that article, you can look up the article, the medical paper called Chinese researchers are the first to genetically modify a human embryo and many scientists think they've gone too far. Yeah, what they've done is been overtaken by the resurrection of the spirit of the Nephilim. They are engaging in the activities that already took place before in the days of Noah, the days of Noah. They are engaging in the activities that angered the architect of the universe before. We are changing nature, changing the earth and its atmosphere, even going into outer space and trying to reach other planets and terraform and change the, their format and structure out there. We are changing our food, our air, our water changing our plants, botany. We are changing everything that allows us to live and to survive harmoniously. So, Shabbat Shalom. This was a small excerpt dealing with designer humans. <laughs>